Hello, Solving Water listeners. I'm your host, Amanda Holloway, and I'm recording live from REACH 2021 in New Orleans. This marks my first REACH attendance, and I'm excited for the opportunity to bring you lots of great new content from our census business. So what is REACH? The Xylem REACH conference brings together utility professionals from across the globe to connect, learn, and grow around the challenges and opportunities they face every day. And while the title of this podcast is Solving Water, We'll have the pleasure of talking with experts from across the wide range of industries we serve in addition to water, including the gas and electric markets. You'll hear from our own people about the work we're doing to enable our customers and partners to advance their customer experience, join the shift toward digital transformation and save operational labor and energy costs, as well as reduce environmental impact. The conference features sessions that look ahead to how we can not only upgrade existing infrastructure, but enhance processes and future-proof them as resiliency remains a critical priority for communities around the world. I hope you enjoy this series as much as I enjoyed interviewing these leaders and learned something valuable along the way. Hi, I'm at REACH 2021, which is in New Orleans this year. And joining me now is Jason Christensen. He is the Water Resources Manager for Park City Municipal, which is in Utah. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome. Thank you. How's the show going for you so far? Uh, it's it's great. It's so fun to be back together and to be able to meet in person and, you know, just, just have those interactions in person. Um, I think who could have predicted where we would be two years ago? It's fun to see the return to normalcy or the new normal kind of start to happen. Yeah, for sure. Why don't we start by telling our listeners what it means to be a water resources manager for Park City? Basically what that means is I have a responsibility along with an excellent team to kind of manage a lot of our customer facing pieces of the utility. That includes things like water billing, metering, uh, our customer portal, uh, customer service. And then I also have a role in water resource planning for the city, uh, how we're gonna be able to meet future demands, how we can conserve to help meet those demands, and when we might need to take a look at our water rights portfolio. What are like some of the goals that you had coming into the REACH conference? Like, Why did you really want to come this year? You know, a big part of it, I, I'm excited to see the evolution of the FlexNet system and kind of a transition over to that smart utility network. I think we, we've been an AMI customer for over a decade and we've seen a lot of value from that deployment. And our focus right now is on water loss and it's primarily on real water loss, uh, actual water that we're losing in the distribution network. And we think that that system is gonna play an important role in helping us understand and track that and then address that opportunity um, with our utility. That's a great lead into you know, how you work with Xylem and the technologies you're implementing. So you're you're talking about water loss, but other ways that we support you. Yeah, absolutely. We have partners across the Xylem organization as as best I can understand. (laughs) But so we have a census AMI system and we collect data over the FlexNet system for that. We also have a partnership with Walks Water. They've supported us over the last couple of years with acoustic surveys to help us identify water loss. We had a relationship with Vicente um, and their technology to help us identify issues in a specific section of town and then I know I'm leaving someone out but yeah that's our relationship there. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good. Okay so tell me more about some of the challenges that you're facing in Park City right now. I think being in the uh, the arid west water resources uh, and water availability have always been difficult and I think they're going to become more difficult as we see climate change we see the impact of drought and then too much water and then drought so we're really focused 
focused on what can we do within our existing water resources. Uh, and when we, when we took a look at that question, we identified, you know, our community has done great things with water conservation. They've really supported efficient use of water use. Uh, and then we took a look at the utility and we said, we think there's an opportunity there for us to do more. We think we can reduce our water loss, our real water loss. And by doing so, we can increase our water supply. Uh, and that has a lot of value for us as a utility and for our customers. You talked about smart water networks. And I think, generally speaking, that's the trend, right? People are making this shift to um, more of this automated data collection. Can you speak more about what you're doing there? So I think data collection for us is something that we see value from immediately, and then we also see long-term value being created there. You know, going back to our goal right now around water loss, the more we track where pipes are breaking, what caused that break, and how they were repaired, the more likely we're going to be able to feed that data into a system that will help us prioritize our capital spending. And then the more data that we collect as we are able to kind of move away from modeled values on something like pressure and move towards observed values, leveraging the FlexNet system to collect that at a really cost-efficient price point for us really helps us fine-tune our system and hopefully reduce breaks and reduce service outages because we have that data rather than just modeling what we think, you know, is actually going on out there. Another question about just the the peers in your industry, right? So you're talking about some of the, the challenges you're experiencing with drought, water supply, water loss. You know, when you come to a REACH, like, event like REACH, you're able to connect and understand how other peers are solving their issues? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think no man's an island, no utility is an island. There's only so many problems that are out there. And if you're focused on, if you're working on a problem, there's likely someone else who is. Uh, And there's been several great presentations on uh, water loss, specifically district metered areas, which we view as a really valuable tool. And it's great to be able to learn from other utilities who have taken those steps and are also struggling with those same problems. Yeah, and I'm guessing it works both ways, too. Are you advocating for anything specific that you've implemented that you think, hey, I wish every utility that's facing some of the same challenges I am would know about? One of the great things about working in our industry is there's not a whole lot of trade secrets. You know, if something is working for me, I love being able to talk about it. And when something is working for someone else, I love hearing their story of success there. You know, going back to district metered areas, that was something that Park City presented on in 2019, leveraging some xylem technology. uh, And it's great to see other utilities doing that same thing, taking it further. And there's an opportunity for Park City to learn from from what they've accomplished. You said water loss is a focus for you right now. What else are you looking at working on as coming into the new year? If I could solve water loss, I'd be a really happy person. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's that's a big focus for us. We're in the process of deploying Hidden Revenue Locator, um, another xylem technology to help us look at apparent loss. I think we have an older metering uh, network. You know, we've we deployed that AMI system over 10 years ago. So our meters are starting to age and we want to understand when and where to replace those meters in a cost-effective way so that, you know, we are replacing the meters that aren't functioning, but we're keeping in ground those assets that are continuing to, to do what they need to do. You mentioned rate payers earlier and just like that customer service component of what you do. How has that been impacted since you've been implementing these? 
these solutions? I guess I have two thoughts on that. And the first one is being able to collect that AMI data has really allowed us to empower our customers. Um, so we have a customer portal that allows them to see how they're using water, set up notifications uh, so that they receive alerts if something's going on at their property. Um, and it, it really empowers them and it empowers our customer service team too, because one of the difficult conversations in the past has been, there's no way I use 30,000 gallons of water or whatever it is. And we can have the tools to be able to look at it hour by hour and say, you know, trust me, you did. But with the customer portal, we don't have to say, trust us. We can say, here's your login. Let's look at this together. Let's see where we can change uh, your water use. Let's see if we can understand what happened here. And just reframing that conversation away from trust us to let's look at this together. That's really valuable. And then I guess the impact of COVID, I, I think we've shifted to a primarily remote environment for our customer service and support team and our billing people. I've been pleasantly surprised at how well that's gone. And I think it has value for our employees. It's got value for our customers. I think it's seamless for most of our customers that, you know, they're not talking to someone in the office anymore. And that's exciting that technology has, has advanced to the point where that's possible. Anything else you want to talk about and mention in terms of, you know, just what you're experiencing out there and, and how things are going? I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. I think we as a utility enjoy working on difficult problems and we enjoy even more making progress towards our goals there. And I think we're doing that. And I uh, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic right now. Well, that's great. I have a question I ask every <laughs> guest on Solving Water. And that question is, what's the most important thing you've learned in the water business? so far? I think the most important thing I've learned is just how much expertise is required to deliver safe, clean, available drinking water 24-7. We have a, a great team in Park City. We have a lot of expertise. We have a chemistry uh, person who's our water quality and treatment manager, and she's awesome. We have our distribution manager. We have our engineering team. We have our water resources team. We have a lot of expertise committed to that goal, and I think before being a part of that, it was easy to kind of underestimate the effort required to provide safe, clean drinking water. Well, that's really insightful and I think very accurate. Well, Jason, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, I hope, happy uh, to do it. Yeah, I hope you have a great rest of the show and uh, come back and join us sometime. Okay, excellent. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. And a big thank you to our Solving Water audience for being here today. Please come back and join us for the next episode in the 2021 REACH series. More information can be found at the link in today's show notes. And please contact me at amanda.holloway at xylem.com or via LinkedIn with questions, feedback, or to be a guest on Solving Water.